here in Cold Clock Studios. And did I say if we were in Tacoma or Puyallup last time? Doesn't matter. We're somewhere on the border. south of Seattle. Yeah, Tacoma, Puyallup. We can, probably shouldn't be too specific yeah. in case people like either love it so much that they want to like riot outside to get in and sniff our underwear, steal our steal. I already have a bunch of people follow me in. So. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Go. <clears throat> we told you not to have that happen. Sorry. Anyway, we're here uh, again <clears throat> to talk about music and nonsense and whatever the hell we want with our friend Nathan King. I'll, I'll introduce myself. Sorry, Nate. You got to introduce even before the host of the show. <laughs> hey. My name's Corey Faye. I'm with Brian Rowland. Yep. Go ahead and say hello. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk to Nathan King, a.k.a. Pieces. For now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> Until the name change. <laughs> How did you find out that, that it's taken or something? Uh, no, it's just uh, not really. Well, I mean, yeah, actually, it is taken. So all my stuff on Spotify has got like lumped under this other artist. So yeah. It's really hard to find my stuff, and I just want something that's stronger and more like unique. Yeah. So you, like, know? you know, you know, like, we've talked about like putting it in a search engine. You need it to be like some first yeah, thing that pops up because I've been talking about this since you know we were over here doing that cover, mm -hmm. and that's it's still taking this long. That's that's a perfect point, dude. That it needs to be the first thing that pops up because I remember I was uh, I thought that when I searched it or sought it out <clears throat> and it wasn't the first one i was like huh interesting but it was like the third or fourth down yeah and i don't know if we talked about it on the boat but like it has to be clickable it has to be mm -hmm. like boom there first thing like yeah yeah so and like the hardest part is i like really simple just one word names mm -hmm. and yeah. just basic stuff so they're all taken everything yeah so but you have to like make like up speed boats. you have to make up something <laughs> weird now <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. kind of, kind of the, the idea I have right now. I won't say it because it's not in place yet, but uh, yeah. I actually told you about it on the boat. It's kind of It came up as a joke, but then it kind of had some meaning. So I'm like, yeah. all right, let me, let me think about this for about a week or so. Yeah. And then go that Well, so let's, let's, uh, let's give your, your project a, <clears throat> excuse me, category if we can. Category? Yeah. Serious so or funny? <laughs> <laughs> well, serious. All right. Uh, melodic metalcore mixed with some hip-hop influence um i i take it as a compliment but i've been referred to as a modern day limp biscuit mm -hmm. well so i like it well, i mean we, we've bonded over limp biscuit before yeah. we i think uh i don't know if we ever achieved it but on tour when we when we toured as monsters scare you and keeping secrets we had talked about putting all the limp biscuit fans in one van and all the non-fans in another van <laughs> and then just rolling at least rolling. once a day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just having it, yeah. <clears throat> so, so is is new metal fair? Um, see, for me, new metal just uh, goes back to like late nineties, early two thousands mm -hmm. metal, like you know, Limp Bizkit, Deftones, Spine Shank, all the stuff I was listening to mm -hmm. yesterday. Um, I see a lot of modern day bands refer to themselves as new metal, or fans refer to these bands as new metal. But for me, it just it doesn't seem to be quite that. Right. I don't know exactly how to explain it. Um, but I guess, I guess you could call it new metal if it, you want. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so many subgenres <clears throat> yeah. every, you know, everywhere. So, you know, people, you know, I saw, I saw somebody, um, who's in, um, what I would call a metalcore band, mm -hmm. make a post saying, I don't like metalcore. And I was really confused. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, wait, hey, aren't, time aren't, out. Aren't you in a metalcore band? Yeah. But you know, 
everybody has their own definition. We were of off topic genres. of music. We were talking at work about the word hipster, mm-hmm. and like three of us were talking about the definition of hipster. We looked it up on the internet and disagreed with like <laughs> with, the with a couple different. De- we were like, that is not what I thought that hipster meant. <laughs> anyway, but no. So so back to the name thing. I kind of was was leading you somewhere with the kind of categorizing yourself. Because uh, if you look at the kind of spine shank, Limp Biscuit, and then you know some of the some of the hip hop artists and 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 their uh, their projects, I'm drawing a blank on any now, which is going to ruin making my point. But they're interesting names like that as well. Mm-hmm. They're 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 either <clears throat> little something or like. I don't know. I'm ruining it, not making my point. Something with the that's not a artist. typical word, yeah. and yeah. that's yeah. not like a band name. You yeah. know, the Amity Affliction. It's not. You know. Yeah. They they they're similarly named. Um, so do you do you find that you have to look down those types of avenues to name your project? Uh, I didn't want to because mm-hmm. I wanted something that was just super basic and like you know we always got complimented back in the day for the name Keeping Secrets because it was easy to remember. And it was really yeah. simple, and that's what I wanted too. You know, something that's just a couple syllables, and not like something artsy about one day that I lived back right. when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know, type of names that so many bands do these days. Um, just something that's quick and to the point, couple syllables, something that I could derive a cool symbol or a logo for, something to use on like all the the art, um, you know, T-shirts or backdrops that I put out, like one little thing. You yeah. know, like keeping secrets, we always use like the padlock yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, the logos are, uh, and that's that was a, a a very big thing. You know, calling pieces. You know, that was just you know the project was, you know, just kind of like made up at that time. Like I was writing solo stuff, and I didn't actually think that it would come as far as it has. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I need a name for this, and I have a infatuation with symbolism of puzzle pieces. Uh, so I was like, ah, pieces. We'll just call it that. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, you know. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Years later, Mm -hmm. starting to play shows and stuff, (laughs) (laughs) music videos and all that, and um, and then you can't really use the the puzzle piece symbol because that's autism. You know, I don't want to take away from that. Ah, true. It's a good point. Yeah. So, or 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 have people think that you're representing it, and then maybe your song misrepresents something that you're not actually representing. Like, wait, time out. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like I said, there's I got plenty of reasons to change the name and. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. No, I wish you luck. I, yeah, I, yeah. The <laughs> I've been, I've been. We, we named Marbana. You know why we named Monster Scare you Monster Scare? You brought us yeah. the, the <laughs> guy whose daughter <laughs> yeah. named our band. We, I, dude, naming stuff is so far down on my priority list. While like oddly so far at the top, it's because you want it to have a good name. You don't want it to be to like if you want it to be taken seriously you want it to have some meaning and be able to be taken seriously but you overthink it and yeah. you dwell and you f- and pick it apart we were in the studio i was in the studio tracking yesterday and like sat there reading a line and just did that thing where i looped it and was like but that doesn't make sense if this and then that but the song is about fucking knock it off get in there and track the yeah, shit listen and to, move on. Yeah, listen to rappers they don't they don't <laughs> yeah. use proper grammar right yeah i, I with the name thing like i was I was asking too many people, like, what do mm-hmm. you think of this name? What do you think of that name? And Too much shopping it around. And then I just realized that, like, I, uh, it, I didn't ask anybody when I named it Pieces. So yeah. why am I, you know, asking other people's opinions of what I'm going to name my project? So, like I said, I think, I'm, I think I've finally settled on something. So we'll see how it goes. Sweet, yeah. man. 
That's awesome. So just we before we left for the cruise, and we can talk about the cruise oh, yeah. <laughs> a little if you want. <laughs> um, but uh, just before we left, you played your first show. Yes. How did it go? Um... It was nerve-wracking, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, I was there. It went yes, from yeah. the crowd. It went. Uh, it went well. Like yeah, it, it. Everybody said it went really well and sounded good. So I was stoked on that. Um, for the people listening that don't know, I used to be in a band, and <laughs> now my solo project is just me on stage, which yeah. is very, very scary. Yeah. Uh, luckily, my light show went off, and you know. It looked good, and nice. I didn't have to stand there awkwardly. And but I felt pretty good about it for my first performance. Nice, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, you couldn't use your fog machines, you said. Yeah, the, yeah. The other band was used shooting a music video, yes. I guess. Right? Yeah, just to keep the yeah. the stage and the, and the that, air clear for the video. What's the name of that venue? Uh, Real art. Real art, and mm -hmm. that used to be the viaduct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. It's a lot different. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, not to not to badmouth the viaduct, but it was. Uh, I mean, it was an older venue. It needed some TLC. Monster Scare. You played its first show ever there. Yeah, um, I was there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it looks great. It's 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 cool that Dakota, that area has another venue. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think it needs it. Yeah, for sure. It's one Chico of the things Chicoma needs some more all ages venues. Where where sure. are you where are you looking to play? Uh, anywhere actually. Uh, I just. Um, Got a message from the owner of Jazzbones today asking nice. if I want to play um, in maybe a couple weeks, depending. It might not get booked, but like literally right before I showed up, she messaged me. So, oh, nice. You know, anywhere, Jazzbones, uh, I'd love to play real art again. Uh, El Corazon is always a favorite. Anywhere up in Seattle. And I've got a show in Bremerton at the end of April, too, playing cool. at the Charleston. Yeah. I suppose this, is, this doesn't really translate to... To anybody listening yeah. <laughs> outside of Washington, we're yeah. kind of broadcasting it around. Pretty much all the venues. This that is local, yeah. Hey, you, you local and I friend. used to play. On is it is basis. it is it difficult in your mind trying to book yourself places with your style? Um, not really, because no. it's, it's more. I more lean towards the metalcore side of things, so it's yeah. like when I heard your set, it's a lot of of. I mean, what you would imagine a, watching a band play, yeah. and it's you. Yeah, so it's it's not. I don't want to, you know, play shows with like acoustic acts and mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, because it's intense. Um, but uh, yeah, it goes hard. Yeah, so I I don't think it'll be too hard, especially with the connections that we still have. Absolutely. Um, with all the the local heavy bands to just. I'll, Are you gonna I, play I, I with? I think uh, I'll fit right in. Jazzbones does a lot of hip hop shows. Are you gonna try and do hip hop shows? Are you gonna try and do? I might metal do some shows? hip hop shows, depending. Like you know, we used to do a Sky Pilot and yeah. Pink mm -hmm. Bead. You know, we'd slowly like progress into like heavier things throughout the night. And those are always fun shows when you kind of ease your way up uh, to a more aggressive genre. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, hip hop shows could be fun. Um, you know, just pretty much anything right now. Just get my name out. Nice. So let's talk about uh, where you got started in music, Nate. Where are you, where are you from? I am from Great Falls, Montana. <laughs> Montana. Yes. I said Joe Montana. <laughs> The land of country music and classic rock. Yeah. So big uh, sky country, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I Monster Scare You has never had a good experience going through Montana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, never. We have fun. But yeah, the, we had fun. Like, the shows jumping were, off bridges. The shows and shit. were not not. The weather ever. fucking treated it like yeah. fucked us every goddamn yeah. time. My buddy just hit me up and was like, "When are you gonna come play Missoula?" I'm like, "Man." I'm like oh, oh for five going yeah, to Missoula. I don't think jinxed, I'm ever dude. gonna try and play there ever jinxed. again. And it sucks because every time I've been there, 
like, yeah, it's fucking gorgeous, but I just feel like there's a black cloud hovering over yeah. me the entire time I'm in the state. Well, remember, we ran into We Came as Romans and, and <laughs> oh, Miss yeah. May I that had played that that night before we played, and yeah. they were like, yeah, there wasn't a lot of people. It's like, yeah. well, it's, it's Montana. What do you expect? Where do you go from Montana if you're going to make it a stop, though? Um, down to Idaho, probably. Twin yeah. Falls, and then over Idaho Falls. Or Spokane. Idaho Falls. And then over to Spokane. Falls, or over to Spokane, because um, it's a three-hour drive. But as far as going well. further east from Montana, there's no real good reason to do that. No, you got no. the Dakotas. Yeah. Which, yeah. I was in South Dakota in uh, August, I think it was. Yeah. And we drove through Montana, and it seemed like Missoula was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of it... Bozeman's pretty cool. Anything. Like, Bozeman was kind of cool. Anything east of, of Bozeman is... Uh, we played Billings, though, actually. I forgot about that. That was only once. You guys um, did with the Ellis Armor, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think we we've booked. I think we've booked it two or three times and never played it. Mm. I, I I can't think we've ever played it. I remember sleeping in the van in front of like City Hall one time or something. <laughs> yeah, never played it. Yeah. Can we? What? Just not to get off on a tangent because we're talking about where you're from. But why is it that every goddamn tour flyer that I see online anymore has Montana and Idaho and Spokane and blah blah blah, but fucking no Seattle ever. Yeah. And I'm going to bitch about this on every fucking podcast we do where it comes up and I think about it. Yeah. But, dude, people, people, like, when I posted that on Facebook, a lot of the comments were like, oh, it's the passes. They don't like coming over here, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've never seen worse passes or dealt with, like, sketchier mountain roads than through Montana, through Colorado. And they play Boulder. They play fucking Red Rocks. They, like, they play all these places that have mountain passes. It's not, it's not the passes. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't I mean, think you guys would have a true answer. I don't think for there's me. a good reason. No, I don't think yeah. it's it's. I, I feel like Seattle area would be so worth it to go to. Like, take a day off in fucking Montana, right? Mm-hmm. Get over to Seattle, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, I think that'd be worth it. The uh, I, I read an article one time that said that sports teams hate having to come up and play in Seattle. Why? I don't know. I guess the pain in the butt. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, there's got to be there's, something again, there's no on the business side of, be able to get of from things that we don't know about. Absolutely. Yeah. That's financially. The way I think of it. Like maybe anyway. overheads are too big at venues. Well, I remember the, the uh, Vancouver teams were getting super pissed, uh, and there was a bunch of articles and news reports coming out about uh, like Safeco and Quest overcharging the people from Canada, like specifically. Yeah. When they came down for beer and stuff, I don't, I don't have and for any facts the, on I that, but that I remember the, about the what was it? Was it Toronto came down to play the Mariners yeah. last year or something, and they had like up prices? Yes, <laughs> fucking crazy. Game or that's something. cold, bro. Yeah, yeah that's pretty <laughs> shitty, dude. That's almost like charging nine dollars. Charging more, more, more for a large beer that's not really a large beer. Right? Yeah. yeah, water. <laughs> anyway, so you're yes. from you're from yeah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get started in music? What who was your who gave you your first Limp Biscuit album? <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't given to me. Um, you know, I grew up you know, a little bit on you know watching MTV and got into music like that, like most normal kids, and mm. um, started getting into punk rock because my cousin Adam was in a punk rock band. Um, and that was pretty much the scene in my hometown. Yeah. It was great scene, but it was all just all punk rock. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, then I was listening to punk rock. And then I remember my brother came home one day and he was like, man, I got this new CD from this new band called Limp Biscuit." <laughs> and, uh, and I really just got the no, effect, uh, no <laughs> effects record. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play my record first. And then he probably punched me or something like yeah, that. Right. And, and put Limp Biscuit on. And as soon as that first song hit, I was like, what is this? 
like my my whole world changed yeah. heavy music was like not something that was really in my life except for you know maybe rage against the machine around that time but you know the rap metal i don't know something about that first song just hit me and i was like oh okay <laughs> this is new with the turntable yeah and then uh, everything from that record like that that uh track 11 i forget what it's called indigo flow uh that they're just they you know fred's calling out a bunch of different uh bands that they tour with and yeah. they're friends with and i started looking up all these bands and that's pretty much nice yeah i had a special order almost every cd i got when the way you learned about that when the way you learned about new bands was reading the sleeve of thank yous and like yeah yeah i did that too i did that all the time oh yeah yeah, oh, and then uh, I remember fa- kids found this have no idea website called the Gauntlet, and uh, it was just where bands had profiles, and mm-hmm. I would just sit there on dial-up internet, you know, waiting two minutes for thirty seconds of a song to play to check out all these yeah. new bands, yeah, and then go to the Hastings and put in a special order for it. <laughs> they don't carry it. <laughs> I don't know. Is that regional? Uh, yes, ish. I think you know what Hastings is. Yeah, uh, there's well, the Montana and Idaho. Is. I know they're. I'm going to drive by Hastings tomorrow and feel like an asshole. Dude, that always happens to me. It does, yeah. Well, I've never heard of that. Oh, there it is. I'm pretty sure they're not in Washington. That, like, grew up two blocks from me is like, you fucking dummy. (laughs) Your mom worked at one. I drove by... on South Hill, what is that? I don't know if it's martial arts or something. Krav Maga or Krav something. Maga. Maga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then I was listening to Joe Rogan, and then 30 seconds later, he brought it up, and I'm going, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh thanks, thanks, Joe. Yeah. You answered my question. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's just Joe Rogan tapping his third eye right into your, yeah, dude. your car. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, that guy. Shameless plug. Hey, Joe. Joe. <laughs> I was feel like an asshole mentioning podcasts on a podcast. It's all right. We'll edit that out. We're not going to edit shit. Yeah. <clears throat> what were we talking about? Uh, how we got it. How, how, Dude, how, yeah. So my brother, um, do you have, so besides Adam, like, do you have musicians in your family? Like, did your dad play? Did your mom um, play? No. Like, well, my, my grandma was really good at the ukulele and the piano. Uh-huh. And, um, my brother and I started our first band, and uh, then eventually my dad started playing acoustic. Oh, wow. Um, After out, you guys out, started yeah, playing. Outside oh, of, nice. outside of uh, my cousin, um, not a whole lot of musicians in the mm-hmm. family. Yeah. They're, they're all really good artistically. Like, well, drawn, so you guys like self-taught, or like, did you guys get lessons from somebody? I was self-taught. Okay. I just, like, I was the front man of my first band, <laughs> and they, a lot of drive. they were all older than me. So they went off to college after high school, and I was just sitting around as like my senior year. Mm. We and I got uh, tired of not having a hand in the the songwriting process. Yeah. So I, you know, picked up a guitar and downloaded and printed off some tabs to a song yeah, I wanted. To learn, and that's basically how I learned how to play guitar. Nice. Me too. Yeah. Tabs. Nice. It's, oh my god, I'm so lazy. <laughs> I'm so fucking lazy. Tabs. Good Charlotte tabs. Good Charlotte tabs. Yep. Blink yeah. 182 tabs. Yep, MXPX tabs. Nice. I remember being so confused when I started getting tabs and like all the different tunings that heavy bands use, and it's like one and a half steps down, drop D and this, and I I don't know what I'm. I would doing. go on it and be like, like, oh fuck, I can't do this I was one. So confused. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. And now it's just like I experiment with crazy tunings all the time. It's like I remember when I didn't know what any. Yeah, of this it's was. just natural to you. <laughs> you can just fuck around with it. Ten thousand hours. <laughs> You consider yourself an expert, Nate? No. I'm actually embarrassed <laughs> to say how long I've been playing guitar for how subpar my skills are. Oh, stop. <laughs> That's funny. Well, 
Oh, 10,000 hours. <laughs> White rappers. <laughs> do you do you have a lot of people comparing you like with your your hip hop artists? Mm, no, your, not your yet. Well, I'm portion? still pretty un- <laughs> unknown, so you know, not a lot of people have heard my stuff. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really been compared to rappers very much yet. I hope to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hell yeah. Yeah, I like. I want to have like all the features that I have, like <clears throat> that I hope to do in the future. Ninety percent of them are rappers. Like. Yeah, I would rather have a rapper come in on and do something, or even like you know the song we were talking about. You know, have some some metal guys that like to rap come in and do a rap verse, just change it up a bit. Yeah, maybe say. I mean, because nice. you know, I had that collab with MC Sav, and that mm-hmm. turned out great. Yeah, it did. So back to uh, origins. How did you uh, hook up with all the Keeping Secrets guys? Uh, I was in a pop punk band in Missoula, Montana, when I was. Uh, 20, 1920, um, with my brother and a couple buddies, and that kind of broke up. And I had some high school friends uh, call me up and say, "Hey, I heard your band broke up. We're moving to Boise, Idaho. Do you want to come move with us and be in our band?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" <laughs> sure. <laughs> I had my stuff packed up. Like a month later, moving to Boise, and then we had kind of a falling out. A couple of them moved back to Montana. And through, I think I met Cody at uh, <clears throat> a, like a ticket drawing that the radio station was putting on for free tickets to see Yellow Card. Mm-hmm. And y'all had to, everybody had to show up to a certain business that was sponsoring it. And that's where I met Cody. He was there. And then he introduced me to Jordan. Um, that's not really the story, but I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. that's what the story is. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the story. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You know, they were like, "Hey, yeah, we're uh, we're looking for a guitar player and a, a singer for our band. You should try out." And I, wa- I was like, "Okay, I'll try out to be the guitar player because I'm not a very good singer." Man, trying out. And then, um, then they hit me up and were like, "Oh, we found a guitar player, but you should still come try out to be your singer." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay." So I went in, tried that, and um, they obviously didn't choose me, but they wanted me to still be in the band and do like keyboard and backup vocals and just through screwing around in the garage uh, I learned that I could scream pretty well nice and that's where that all came about nice and then I met Lucas through uh, Jordan and Cody because they had known him for a while too I was kind of like the guy on the outside and they they've all <laughs> knew each other for a long time I uh, I can relate to that hard yeah, that'll that'll be probably a lot of the conversation when we get Bird in here and interview him, talking about how I fucking floated around uh, uh, the formal that then became uh, no, it was uh, Fading from You was their first band with Tyler was their screamer and then Fading from uh, the formal after that and I fucking floated around those guys forever mm. just trying hey can I can I scream in the show like mm-hmm. can I get on there there's backup vocals like yeah. let me get in there like no man people in the band are gonna do backup vocals for this song so <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> thanks though I'll sell merch like, that was Lucas with uh, Cody and Jordan because Cody and Jordan went to high school or actually they grew up together yeah and uh, they had a band in high school and Lucas was the guy that was at every show taking uh, pictures mm-hmm. so he, oh, he nice. was the photographer yeah, and yeah. that's how he got to know them the hang around and then, yeah and then they you know all became friends and then uh, when I was in Boise I met Lucas and then we were at the bar one night and he's like we should start a project together and I was like cool I think Cody and Jordan might be in too yeah so nice. that's how yeah, that I, all got started I remember thinking that's just how bands started or that's how you like 
got into music you're just into it and then hung around bands and eventually somebody was like you want to join a band or do you want to do you want to start a band because yeah. i remember i remember uh i don't know kyle mal and a couple other people ryan naylor and stuff like that that like would always hang around i'm like dude are you like do you play like have you thought about starting anything like oh no i don't i don't play at all and i'm just being shocked like yeah. I, I know i don't play but i at least was in choir and i sing and i have aspirations for vocals and stuff and then through uh john morfelman uh asked me if i could do the talk screams and i said i'd figure it out yeah, yeah. um yeah. but uh yeah no just hanging around and and being in it i thought that that's that's just what happened when you're young yeah you, well, some you're people like, who wants to start a band see people at every <clears throat> show and they like yeah always uh supporting music and promoting it and finding new bands and sharing stuff and then you know like like i asked willie jeffries one time i was like you're such a huge advocate for for musicians mm -hmm. and everything like have you ever wanted to be one mm -hmm. nah, i have no, no. interest in nope. that i'm like oh all right yeah that's weird to me because you know as soon as i got into music i was like i want to do that yeah yeah oh so bad well and that's i i have a hard time calling myself a musician because i'm not really like i i write lyrics and i perform i sing and i scream but I'm I would call myself an entertainer because mm -hmm. really if I'd have found I prefer music but if I'd have found like the stage I could be an actor I used yeah. to love drama like junior high high school like comedy show what's oh. <laughs> <laughs> happening uh, um, hey on. let me ha Time right, out. let me ask Time you a question <laughs> Time out. let me let me fucking talk about Dan Jacobs giving me fucking comedy advice I was thinking uh, about that yeah. on my Blackgate post by the way uh, this is where we post our. Uh, podcast from I don't even how did I not mention the Blackgate at the top of the GD podcast so the Blackgate Co Bros is uh, the name of the Facebook group and uh, iTunes page that we post this from and I'll be talking about it at the top of the podcast from now on because I'm a fucking dumb dummy that doesn't <clears throat> that doesn't pre-show properly anyway so uh, he's part of the Facebook group um, and it's cool it's dude it's so hard being a 31 year old guy that's had some mild success in music to where I've met some people and like I'm a friendly enough guy when I meet people so like I can still be in contact with them mm -hmm. while inside being a squeal a squealing 16 year old <laughs> yeah, girl yeah, about yeah. Fucking... I think we've all been there before <laughs> oh yeah about uh so anyway he he uh he posted <clears throat> from his page that he was doing this uh stand up comedy night I guess he's gonna do some more so I'll post about them in the future um uh, so I shared it and I posted it on the Black Gate page and blah blah blah. Uh, Chad, uh, our old guitarist from Monsters, commented was like, "Hey, did you see the pictures and blah blah blah? Did you know that he did this?" And I go, "Yeah, actually, he's in this group." And tagged him and was like, "Dan, how'd it go?" He goes, "Dude, it went really well. Thanks for fucking promoting it." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, cool. I've been toying around with some material for like a year." LOL. And then he gives me this really heartfelt, like <laughs> genuine, sweet, like, "Dude, go for it. Like, don't be up in your head about it. Like, I can't. I'd pull it up right now, but I feel like I'd get my throat closed up, like yeah, yep. being all genuine and fucking. <clears throat> anyway, hell of a nice guy. So it's just shit like that that fucking still will will fuck me up at thirty one. Yeah, well, but that's. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's why I got into music. That's why I like it because. Half of it is because I wanted to have an opportunity to meet all the people that I looked up exactly. to. Exactly. That's what I was just like, about In the very beginning, yeah. it was like, okay, I can get on stage, and then they'll be backstage, and then I can fucking hang out with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> pretty, pretty selfish in the beginning. It's all right. <clears throat> 
Man, those Keeping Secrets guys, you, that's a hell of a nice band. And you guys taught us a lot as monsters. I'll, uh, I would like to give you guys credit for that. We, uh, we always admired uh, the ability to pick up and just move. How many times did you move for music? Or have you moved uh, for me? music? Three yeah, personally. Three. Yeah. So Montana to Idaho, Idaho to California. California and then California, California to Washington. Washington. Yeah. And this is where you stay, huh? No. <laughs> oh, I don't want to, but... It's home for now. Really loud. I knew it's that it's I was... home for now and has been for the last 10 years. <laughs> 10 years, man. Yeah, dude. It's been 10 years since I was uh, longboarding from my parents' house down to your apartment. I know. Crazy. A block from... Uh, Metropolitan a... Market. Oh, I love the Metropolitan Market. There's one in Tacoma. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. It's so good. They're olives. They're the pretentropolitan get... Market is what I call it. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got kicked the fuck out of Federal Way. It was like, nah. Yeah. I don't think so. Every time I go into oh, federal the way. Met Market, it's like, oh, be cool, people are man. just looking be at cool. me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm like a human. Like they looked at us on the boat. So, Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nate and I, uh, Nate and I went on a cruise together, and there's not a whole lot of a whole lot of uh, like craziness that went on. It was, dude, it was really relaxing for me. Nice, I don't yeah. know about you. It yeah, was nice it was. to like. Those two days, especially that I spent in the spa, in that so they have these. Uh, I've told everybody about these um, anti gravity, like they're tiled, but they're like little tile anti gravity chairs that I sat in and fucking didn't realize it was warming at first. And you lay there for a second, you're like, oh, this is really nice. Oh shit, is that thing warming? Wow, <laughs> just done. I was asleep. Really? Oh yeah. Well, uh, probably ugly sleeping too in front of people. <laughs> like fucking mouth hanging open, just <laughs> sat up all confused. Anyway, but no, it was nice. Yeah, that was a good vacation. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> fucking wine guy over here. <laughs> hey, I had to make do for that $470 I paid for oh, bottomless man. drinks. Did you also, go for that, by the way? I did. I did. I think we, did we made out? pretty good use. We, I think, it. two times we maxed out. We maxed out. Once they oh. told us, the other time I was, it was like we, we definitely we kept counting. We definitely yeah, got more than so we got our money's worth. I will say it's <clears throat> so it's like a daily limit. Yeah, it's like fifteen drinks from six in the morning. Yeah, to <laughs> that's pretty good morning. though. <laughs> so I mean, you know, we're not, you know, we weren't getting up at seven and starting no. chugging. Oh no! I mean, I did have some wine with my breakfast. I woke up because I'm not I'm not much of a drinker anymore. So I woke up the first night with a hangover, and in a tiny little like because they're just cots in your in your cabin that are pushed up against the wall. Um, (laughs) Like the only word that I can use to describe it was violently. Awoke <laughs> in my fucking bed, confused about where the fuck I was. It's yeah. pitch black too, so it's like, and my oh, alarm no. was going off with this alarm that I still have on my alarms that I need to goddamn change because it gives me PTSD <laughs> of that morning waking up on the boat. Because I thought that the, like it was an alarm for the boat because I'd never heard it before. Oh, I never no. said it as that before. And I reached down for the phone that's by the stupid life jacket illumination thing, <laughs> the nightlight goddamn thing. Dude, confusion, like anger. <laughs> hangover. Cool. Yeah, hangover. Not cool. Bad combination. Uh, I think that might have been the night that I was like, we're going for it tonight. No. No, <clears> it was the a next night. night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt like dancing the whole time, man. It was nice. I needed it to yep. not think about work, to not like... Because I was really getting frustrated uh, that we weren't doing as much of this. Like, it's been really nice to, to get back and, and be doing all this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had some... I've had some terrible writer's block lately, yep. and since I got back, it's been like, 
Awesome. Just like do you, do you started find... writing like five different new songs, finished some lyrics I've been not been a- being able to write for the last year. So, so comparably, this is the only thing that I can compare. And really, I have Brian to even, you know, hey, what are we doing? Like, you know, spurn me if we if we got stagnant for a while. But do you find working by yourself, it's harder or easier to motivate to, to work on your stuff? Mm, I don't think it's harder or easier. It's yeah. always been the same. Even, you know, with KS days, like, I would write a song and I would write the lyrics for it. And that's usually the way it went was, you know, Cody would write a song, he would take care of doing the lyrics. So it's definitely not, like, too different from working with a band. The nice part of being solo is once I track a song, like, in a real studio, I never have to play it ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to... I probably don't even remember how to play the songs that I've released. Yeah. Well, you're kind of a a solitary dude, Hmm. so you find it easier to work with yourself. Yeah, (laughs) instead of... Way easier when I'm just like vibing at home and yeah. I'm in a good mood. And you know, it's hard to motivate myself to start writing or start working on something, whether it be writing a new song or lyrics or even working on my light show to program mm-hmm. all that. But it's like when I get home, I'm like, oh, I got to do this. And I'm, you know, it's like that little kid, like, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But once you turn the computer on, right and there, set up right soon, there. Yeah, as soon as I start, then yeah. it's like hours yeah. just over my head and next thing you know i got some new material it's like or going to the, it's like going to the artistic finished. gym yeah it's like once you're there it's like yeah it feels good it's yeah. totally mm-hmm. it's worth it exercising this muscle but getting there yeah uh, getting there i mean even being in a band it was hard to get there like oh practice i don't want to walk 30 yards downstairs to the <laughs> band room yeah. and play guitar for the next hour you know mm-hmm. but you know once you start then it's easy so you you uh <clears throat> I, I've been, well, you and I have been talking about battles with anxieties and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and social anxiety and, and different things. How does that, uh, how does that come into play with being a solo artist now? Uh, mostly just with the live show, you know, it's, I can't hide behind a guitar or mm-hmm. the other bandmates like mm-hmm. I used to, but a lot of times what I'm finding that's really new for me is the anxiety to take steps to contact people mm-hmm. in regards to booking shows, you know, I'll put it off or just a, like a simple email about maybe a collaboration with something. I'll mm-hmm. like, this is a great idea. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then a month later, I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to do that. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. haven't done it yet. Like, uh, just trying to book a show here in Fife. I had, uh, the contact information for, um, a booker there for the last like two months. I'm like, no, nah, I need to do that. I need mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And I just, Put it off because my anxiety gets too bad right. it's like what if i say something wrong or what if they don't want to book me or you know you get up in your head about no, for things. sure but it, it's difficult to handle the business side of it for me where it's always been handled before right but now it's all on me but it's also really empowering doing everything on my own like that first yeah. show that i played no one was with me when i loaded up no one was with me when i set up I spent the first like hour and a half, two hours at that venue just by myself Mm -hmm. and it, you know, threw threw some headphones on, (laughs) hung out outside and at the end of the night, you know, same same thing, like, you know, you know, get down, get loaded up, drove home by myself and it was like, wow, that was really empowering that I just did that all by myself. (laughs) Felt really good. That's a big self high five. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting animal um, with with the podcast because 
I've never done anything like this. Like I have, uh, it's funny because when I was in uh, my sixth grade project uh, for our for our school, a sixth grade project, no, ninth grade, sixth grade. Anyway, one of those junior high whatever projects I did on uh, radio broadcasting. I actually went in and like interviewed people at a radio station. If anybody at Spirit one hundred five point three, when I was. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, when I was uh, practicing <laughs> the religious arts, um, <laughs> I went in there. There's very fine people. It was a, a very sweet radio station. I actually learned a lot, you know what I mean, about running a board and, like, the programming and stuff like that. So <clears throat> the, that the little bit of research I have since junior high and the visits to studios to record music is the only stuff I have here. So I absolutely needed the help that Brian provides and as a co-host that he also provides. So, you know, doing it alone isn't exactly what we're doing here, but it is he and I that are trying to get this thing out that's semi-new. I mean, I feel like podcasting's taken off pretty good now. There's yeah. podcasting networks, there's, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, Adam Carolla is doing podcasting master classes, teaching people how to do it. So, I mean, if you're doing big, big, uh, 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 what's the word? Um, oh, oh, damn it. Give me a hint. <laughs> yeah, give me a hint. <laughs> no yeah, idea. Yeah, one of a guy um, demonstrates to a crowd of people. Seminar? Uh, seminar. seminar. There we go. There if you you're go. doing big seminars for podcasting, it. it's got to be taken out. That was a fun game. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll give ourselves a round of applause for fucking working through that. But it's uh, it's 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 different. I mean, like with music. So I'm I'm working on a new project, and the guys that uh, the music that we're working on, they've had done for a while. So I'm kind of new to this, and like picking up. I'm fresh. I'm fresh blood to the project. You know, me and a couple other guys. So that is makes sense to me. Like I can plug back into that and start doing that for them and running ideas by them. Mm. With this, I have less ability. Brian doesn't know either. Like we I don't, don't know. Fucking idea. I, I send him stuff about podcasting. Like, hey, listen to this. It's a thing that i fucking heard like learn what i learned you know like just little bits of this here and there but pretty much we're making it up as we go like i have luckily the cold clock guys brian with cold clock and kyle they're letting us use this studio to to record these so they at least have a professional sound so we're pretty lucky there as well but it's it's fucking new and scary and like Blackgate, like luckily I knew those guys from fucking tour, so they're helping us get it out, but it's all really fucking new and really fucking scary. So I, I, I can relate with you there. Um but it's fun. Yeah. Isn't it? It's I mean, anything new is always fun. Isn't it fun? Yeah. But like I'm I'm changing a bunch of other shit to try and give this more time mm-hmm. and the band more fucking time. So yeah, it feels it feels really good to be back to it. How what what would you say was your uh, span from keeping secrets to this? Like your your I had finger quotes out of music time. I had already started tracking the five song EP, which didn't turn into an EP because of reasons mm. that we can talk about if we want. But uh, <laughs> we can talk about whatever you want, man. Um, I started tracking uh the solo stuff in august of let's i want to say 2015 maybe and um okay oh no it was 2014 and keeping secrets played our last show in march of 2015 Hmm. so there wasn't any time away from doing music but um there was a lot of time away from being on stage yeah it was three years almost to the date since the last Keeping Secrets show to my first show. Wow. And that's... Was the last Keeping Secrets the Luigi's? Yeah. I think... The one that you guys played. Yeah, I think that was the last time that we played. That was like our third last third, yeah. show, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> third reunion show. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, dude, I remember. <clears throat> so, uh, Benny Scholl of Avoid, uh, those guys are having a lot of success right now. Quick yes. round of applause to Benny and the boys of Avoid um, and all their success. I didn't really know him then. Like we, we'd met a couple times, whatever. So uh, they played that show, mm-hmm. right? They played yep. first, and I think he said uh, he said something like. Um, Everybody give a round of applause for Monster Scary in their fourth last show. <laughs> and I fucking, I looked and was like, do we know him? <laughs> and I think Bird was like, yeah, dude, he's cool. I was like, all right, because that was a good joke, but I don't know if I need to be <laughs> yeah. pissed or like fucking be like, sick burn, dude. Like, that's a good burn. Yeah, it's a fucking it's a really good, good burn. burn. <laughs> but you gotta find out like where it's coming from is that a place of malice or is that a place of like, like no no dude he's cool alright yeah. like I'm some sort of fucking anyway <laughs> but yeah um, that was a good show god damn Louis G has, has did work in that venue yeah, they're still they're still doing good shows out there SEG um, entertainment books there now I actually was just uh, conversing with him the other day about booking a show nice there. yeah cool so they still got that venue up and going Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it, um, it, I remember playing there before he had redone it. I mean, and it wasn't, it wasn't, I wouldn't call it a shithole by any means or anything. We've played some fucking shit holes. <laughs> and because it doesn't exist, I'll badmouth it. The shipwreck. Did you, were you ever part of the shipwreck days, Brian? Did you, did you play so. the shipwreck days? Oh, man. For any local guys uh, listening right now that remember the shipwreck, may it rest in PS, Brother Lynch style. <laughs> God, what a savage venue. <clears throat> I'm somebody's. It's, I'm going to offend somebody somehow with that one. You guys don't even get the reference, and somehow somebody's going to get offended by that. Everybody's offended by everything. Everybody's offended by everything. Um, one of the things that I did want to talk about, we're creeping up on our hour. Um, one of the things I did want to talk about was one of the things that we, we got deep on, on the boat, which was, uh, music and color, seeing music as color. Yes. yes. And we, we, we sort of, we each had a different perspective on it and, and Brian, I'll explain first, uh, kind of what I mean. We just see if you kind of okay. <laughs> can relate to this at all. But what we were talking about is, is, um, a, a song or a melody or, or a tune, whatever, in your mind's eye will have a different color connotation to it. So, like, if, for instance, in my case, like, if I hear... Um, mine kind of flows, like, uh, uh, so it, the, the color pattern will kind of splash and change, like, with the energy of the song. So if it's a lighter part, it might be a brighter color, like mm-hmm. a yellow or a green or okay. whatever. And if it gets, like, a heavier, like, breakdown or something like that, it'd probably be a darker, you know type of shade uh nate's your yours was a little bit different yeah mine is just as a whole like as a Mm -hmm. whole song like it's almost you know how people talk about people's auras Mm -hmm. that's for how i am with with music like a whole a whole song will be a certain shade or (coughs) color like you know in my mind and there are certain ones that i will commit to and not commit to uh by what what color it represents in my head huh. and some some of it correlates to what certain types of music are um related to um which is kind of hard to explain yeah i won't i, I won't like I, like I to an emotion no <clears throat> not not emotion because like I, I don't hear angry music and think red or black mm-hmm. or anything like that um i don't know it really has to do with like tone and key structures okay um see and that's i think what we talked about on the boat where we differed is yours was yeah. more of a technical mm-hmm. standpoint and mine was more an emotion and, and mine's yeah. a solid too yeah like, right. like this song is light blue 
yeah not like the whole song is light blue and then this gets heavy and it gets a little Mm. dark like you were kind of saying yeah yeah, it's just solid and uh so on the same subject, but not correlated to us, the um, the vocalist at Carcer City, he's got something similar, and uh, there's a really interesting um, interview with him mm-hmm. about how things have to make sense with him, like uh, a song is red or a song is blue, and he has to um, make the track listing on their record like alternate. And then the bandmates are like, no, well, we should put this song before this song. And yeah. he's like, no, that doesn't make sense, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't understand. Hmm. But it's really cool to read about. And it's sort of similar to Does he to know what... if he's on the spectrum at all? Is it an autistic thing? Uh, I don't know. It was a long time ago that yeah. I read it. it was probably like a year ago. <laughs> human brain is so but fascinating uh, to me. I mean, and there is, there is something, um, I can't remember what it's called, where people literally see shapes and colors mm-hmm. when they hear music which kind of be cool like that chick in heroes Which chick in heroes? <laughs> the deaf one that sees the music oh, i haven't yeah. seen the show that. heroes is that, is that the, the show heroes so yeah. I saw what the season was that like, yeah like the season. last okay. oh, See, that's why you. that's why you're like the fourth guy or like one of four guys still watching that show no no that was, that was fucking it was canceled right Canceled and brought back. And Wasn't it? And there was, a, oh, there was yeah. like spinoffs. I don't know. I thought it started really strong. I, I, yeah, I did too. Did. I liked it a lot in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. But then Peyton I think there was like. Peyton got her start. Then I think there was like a whole season where they didn't do anything or something like that. Yeah, there was like there a was good some... five episodes where nothing happened. It was. And I'm like, dude, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, it's not good enough to fucking drag me through nothing. No. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to go yeah. off on that. No, but. you're good. Just completely derailed me, and now I don't know what yeah, we're There's a character about. on there that's that's deaf, and she sees um, shapes and colors when somebody's playing, like out of a cello and stuff. Okay. That's her superpower. I don't know how it's a superpower, but yeah, it's just a power to regular. Like evil. I mean, that's literally what we're talking about yeah. right now that we kind of do. So she can just do it much better than yeah. us. Yeah. She can see it for real. <laughs> can you, Brian? Do you have anything? I don't know. I like. I guess you have, when you, when I you feel like mentally... I do. I feel like I do that. But not with colors. Mm-hmm. With some undefined thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about colors, but now I will. I kind of get like shapes too, like like a single open strum, like G string. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like I see a shape in my head, and, that's, <laughs> and it's a good shape. Yeah, that's I feel like I, I do something like that. So much. <laughs> I can tell you this: when people talk. A lot of the time, I'll see the word written down. Just yeah, I got not them. like literally see it. I'm not yeah, like, like that. But in the head, I'm just, like that. I think I'm a good speller because <laughs> I'm just constantly like watching the words go by. There's, I've sense. had. I've, somebody was telling me about a uh, OCD test that's like with counting or like spelling or shapes or numbers or something. I'm completely probably way off base, but I, I remember something like that. And I remember thinking because I spell words sometimes, or I'll count the syllables. Like, because I have a weird when I uh, when I write lyrics, uh, we talked about it a little bit with Pat in the last episode about I have a weird syllable thing, and right now, currently uh, in the project that I'm doing, the some of it's written, like it's been written for me, and we're we're tweaking some of it, but it's just easier to retract the stuff that's already written. Yeah. So doing somebody else's vocal styling or figuring out how like it retracts is interesting yeah you know what i mean like because it's not how i would do it sometimes or like or if i want to change it like it doesn't make sense in the song anymore if i change it like the way that i would do it so it's it's been an interesting <laughs> been an so interesting nobody should so ask far. you to sing toto Manjaro. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i don't know see <laughs> we heard toto africa when we were on vacation yeah. on the boat and he's like 
What is that? Sure is Kilimanjaro rises <laughs> on the sun of the Serengeti. And he's like, man, if anybody would ever had asked me to sing that line, I, I would have told him to fuck off. Eat, oh, shit. <laughs> eat shit. It's a terrible, it's a terrible. Serengeti. It's like, oh, just, yeah. it, the line is something. Here, we'll look it up. We can look it the fuck up. I have the internet right here. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, so, uh, the topic is, uh, no, talk about. Well, so at first I thought you were going to reference the uh, piano bar. Uh, Toto in the piano bar. Oh. But you were referencing the cab on the way to the airport yeah, yeah. in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What were you going to ask me? Uh, in regards to like the colors and music, yeah. is there? do you like, will you not keep something if it has a certain tone to it? Because I won't. Like anything that strikes, like I've told you, um, like browns, Brown, yeah. yellows, oranges. Oranges Ooh. is like maybe a sort of... Um, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking lying. Uh, okay. I'll answer your question first. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I won't, like, if a song strikes me in, like, brown or yellow or yeah. something like that, uh, I won't I won't keep it. I'll throw it out. Mine's more, um, and this is a term that I posted on Facebook, I think, some time ago, and I couldn't, <clears throat> I got a lot of responses about seeing if anybody had coined it yet, because I would be super proud of myself if no one had. Um, and I guess now having audio recording and a timestamp would be wonderful <laughs> of uh, audio kaleidoscope because it's kind of I, I was trying to uh, figure out how to describe EDM because I really like uh, EDM music to me um, it's it's it, it's simple like there's not a lot of thinking to it like it's it feels there's certain EDM songs that I'll listen to that are, feel kind of like a brain massage because I hear it and it just stimulates my brain in a way that calms me down or like you know what i mean like it just yeah. puts me in a good mood like yeah. i like edm for mood stabilizing um if i'm trying to get fucking jacked up like there's i got a playlist of edm songs that's just go fucking hard bass slamming whatever and then i've got like ambient traffic driving whatever so i was trying to explain it to somebody as more than just you know molly popping fucking you know rave music so to me the the best way was that audio kaleidoscope mm -hmm. like visual representation of color that i see in my mind when i listen to it and that's kind of you know that's that's what got me thinking about that and like that i've always kind of done that with music like i've given it it's just a running like uh fantasia you know with the color splashes as the music's mm -hmm. going and it's it, that's the best way that i can kind of describe that i see it but <clears throat> With me, because it's not, uh, because I don't write, I'm not, uh, I, I haven't taken the initiative, uh, that you have. I don't, I, I'm, I'm a lyricist and I like, uh, I like to be a weirdo on stage. So I don't, I, I never took the time to learn an instrument because I didn't, I, I don't have the, I don't have the focus to do it well enough mm -hmm. to like commit the time to do it well enough you know what i mean yeah and i know that about myself so i just I, that fucking ukulele is still sitting in my goddamn I was uh, just bedroom to ask you I, I, well no because hans uh, the singer oh yeah. Uh, yeah uh uh is gonna sing in our new project he uh is gonna give me lessons this motherfucker i need a ukulele <laughs> yes. i've been trying to get that youth from him for a while <laughs> <laughs> he and i are gonna negotiate a fucking price because he he gave me a number that i'm not pleased with <laughs> I don't remember what that number was. No, I didn't tell you. He, <laughs> oh. I didn't have a number from him yet. Anyway, I'm just fucking around. Uh. Um, but no, so I don't. I don't write uh, music. Um, so I don't. I don't see it uh, as it's being written. I, I more have like when we wrote in Monsters, I, uh, the the writing style that we developed towards the end that worked the best was uh, recording on my phone. Like, dude, there's so much 
in in the amount of years that I've been out of music and like what we were getting at the end of our career as monsters, the technology of being able to like fucking record shit and just send it to each other, mm-hmm. like went from zero to oh here's a full fucking song, check it out, man, Absolutely. put your shit on it, yep. like. Well, I was trying to. I was using like voice recorder at practice, and it sounded like dog it's shit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, way too much. The low end was fucking yeah. ruining everything. Like every snare hit, every hi hat, like was just fucked. Like you That's couldn't all hear you anything. Can hear is yeah. Things, yeah. God forbid any electronics fired up because then you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. But so <laughs> to give you the longest possible answer to an easy question, or maybe not, but. I uh, I usually just was adding a part to it. So, like, I would hear the kaleidoscope start up as the song would play, and then I would try and figure out how my part fit into it. Like, mm-hmm. fucking dude, I, I can't I can't overemphasize how weird I am and how anal I am about syllable work and how annoyed I am that I am that way because I think it hinders my writing on a, on a fucking major level. It like, can. Are there's you, some are of the stuff. Big on, like, Rhymes like rhymes have to rhyme. Uh, 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 uh. When I heard fucking what's his nose from Twenty One Pilots say, "I wish every line didn't have to rhyme" or whatever that fucking line yeah, is, yeah. I was like, "Nah, dude, me too." Yeah. <laughs> but if you're like with your talking about syllables, yeah. like if you write a rhyme, do the words have to be an exact rhyme? Or because like no. lot, with rapping a lot, I'm sure you know Brian. Like oh, yeah. slant rhyming, yeah. it's like there's intelligence in that. I, I'm like, I'm can not make bad a, at two words rhyming. I'd have don't to I don't rhyme know. and you make them rhyme. That's that's awesome stuff. I would have to have some of my material in front of me to be able to like criticize because I can't. Yeah, it's hard to be objective off the top of my head and about shit that like dude I haven't. Like I said, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing right now is already tracked that we're just mm-hmm. re-recording stuff. So I've just jotted stuff to start rewriting. I need yeah. to start working that muscle hard. Best part about <clears throat> screaming though is you don't have to rhyme. <laughs> no, you for sure. You can do an entire song without a single I rhyme. remember I remember fucking worrying so much because that's what I do is I'm a lyricist and I scream like my words are my instrument. You know what I mean? So I would take that. I mean, not that anything in Monsters is super profound or anything like that. I have some stuff that I'm really fucking proud of and I have some stuff that's silly. But, uh, I remember reading some lyrics of Screamers that I really liked and being like, nah, this is the fuck you're saying. Cause yeah. hold on, yeah. let's put this, oh, let's put worst. this out there right now. If people that listen to screaming music ever try to admit that they know exactly what any of their, any of their favorite vocalists are saying without having looked some of them up, you're a motherfucking liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, just that no my brother asked me once if it's like um speaking a foreign language yeah, like, yeah. do you understand it more because you do it and i'm like mm, maybe i don't know i Sometimes. i would say yes uh, personally i would say yes you have an ability but it's it's again it's not the first time you hear it you're just like oh i know what he's saying it's like you have an ability to kind of pick it out yeah because i mean i have i have um i take a running start uh like if i say i know I do rye no rye like I yeah. have I run into the eye that with a rrr. and it's fucking something that I really try not to do and Me now too. I really hope that people who hear that do, don't hear every oh, time no. I scream. Yeah, 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 it just fucking ruins it. <clears throat> cat nipples all over again. <laughs> <clears throat> you know about cat nipples, right? I don't know. Oh, on cannibal. <laughs> oh. Somebody, somebody commented uh, like within the first month or so when we posted, which is almost I think it's uh, almost eighty thousand views now on YouTube. Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. I, <laughs> Anyway, tangent, tangent, tangent. Cat um, nipples. Somebody commented, cat yeah. Somebody commented, I am cat nipples. 
because when it Benson sings Aaron like Campbell, uh-huh. it fucking fully sounds like Cat Nibbles. Nice. And after you read that, that's all you hear. I'm never gonna hear it the same over again now. Uh, well, how many times do you listen to Cannibal anymore? Oh. Fucking four or five years ago. I don't know if you guys have your, your fifth last show. The <laughs> <laughs> people have like will still message me and ask for a, a digital copy of it. And I I think I think we tried to get one one time, but I don't. <laughs> That's calories that I'm not even... Yeah. I tweet Kesha about it every now and then. Yeah. Every now and then. I've been doing it a lot lately because she's going on tour with Macklemore, so her tweets pop up more. Whenever I see her tweet, that's when I send it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that, what at what point that becomes stalking, but... Oh, no, we were talking <clears> back <throat> when we did the, the Macklemore cover and Keep the Secrets. I think it... What, was it you, brought Somebody was like... We should all pick a day and everybody just tweet Macklemore. The- yeah. I, felt, I feel like I thought that. I don't know if I said I it out loud. you might have said it. Yeah. And we got it. Yeah. I mean, Viral marketing. We never did Everybody it though, get as many people yeah. at once on one day to tweet Macklemore. Do you Mac think Lamar. he ever heard it? No. Do you think someone told him that it was dope and he should check it out and he just didn't? I think the, the odds are far class. higher than Kesha here in our shit because he's from Seattle. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's why I thought it would be a good idea. There was like, yeah. it stood a chance. Yeah. There was, and a, he was a little like brand new in the, in the yeah, it was right super fame. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I do know that like right now. when we released ours, uh, Palisades did the same cover of the same song. Oh yeah, and they, somehow it just happened that if anybody, if anybody that gets a hold of this podcast uh, that knows Macklemore or Kesha. You know, I'm still gonna I'm gonna put it out there because I would like to know that she saw it. Yeah, that's all I want. See, honestly, that, exactly. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if I don't want anything to come from it. Honestly, it's a cover song that was for shits and giggles. It went way further than we ever thought it would, or for fuck's sake, wanted it to. Um, but dude, if she saw it, that'd be hilarious. Oh well, like, yeah. Is it? Did you like it? But, no. Ow, but also, yeah. cool at the same time, <laughs> like, I, that's I, it. I did a cover, you know, my of uh, an old rap metal band, Reveille, that mm. I loved back in like 2001, and I released my cover of my favorite song of theirs last summer, and I tracked down the the vocalist on Facebook, and I sent them the link. Just hey, man. Hey, check it out. Thanks for the Not for music. nothing. You know, never <laughs> yeah. got a response or anything, but yeah, you know, whatever. I love just, that. Just shit. hear it. I just, just want you to acknowledge that it exists. I like, because, dude, because all it takes, as much as you think a random thought, like, oh, I'm gonna tweet, I'm gonna tweet Macklemore my video today, just randomly laying in bed, you know, channel surfing, Netflix binging, just tweet it to him. The the weird thing is, we live in a day and age that he could be sitting at home scrolling twitter and retweet it just on a whim just yeah, see it yeah. like oh hey yeah boom, you just boom. never know that's the world that we live in yeah. now can we okay i'd like both of you to comment on that because i slipped into another tangent on accident <laughs> how do we feel about living in that day and age because we we uh the ages that we are are from an era is before the internet uh mm-hmm. you know essentially mm-hmm. like we were i was young we were young before the internet but we we knew of music and musicians through MTV, through, you know, uh, uh, local music, through flyers, through, you know, your high school, radio. like people, yeah, radio, KGRG, you know, that that's how we found out about uh, where Enfest was going to be and, and stuff like that. Like, now we live in an age that the internet, you can go from, you can go from zero to... 360,000 followers on Instagram and hashtag this, that, the other thing because Kylie Jenner posted it in her Snapchat. Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> which is a fucking what 15 second whatever like you can slip through these little fucking shitty loopholes to fame and that's what kids think that that's what's gonna happen like right yeah yeah <sighs> I mean, uh, not, how not much that I'm old man Corey, like, freaking out about the youth of, of the nation, thinking that that's their road to fame, but that it exists is kind of sickening to me. I hear you. How popular are these, like, monetarily, you know, someone that's Instagram famous, and you're like, mm-hmm. you know they're not doing anything else, but, but doing that. Are they really, like, when does it end? Do they know it's going it to end? A, Do they really it think it's going to go forever? Are they making any money? I, they have to be making money, but real money. It's it's probably it's money and sponsorships, live. right? Yeah, a lot of endorsements. Yeah, yeah, but is it real money though? I mean, we're talking about like supporting like supportive family money. That's a good question. Consistently, because I'm, yeah. I think they get paid in these lump sums. I don't think anybody's making like I don't think anybody's on contract with stuff. I think they get paid in like like the way the Jersey Shore people were getting paid for club appearances like ten thousand dollars at a time like yeah i think some of these guys like i don't i don't a i don't fucking know how any of it works so people listening right now that know the yeah, industry we're not better famous, are probably so pulling their, yeah, <laughs> pulling their hair out with just a little bit of ASCAP or fucking whatever information that you would need to to know these types of things but what what i see is 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 new money that that comes from sponsorships and and appearances and different things like that because they can they can gather a crowd. I mean, they're they're sixteen year olds that invented a dance that yeah are, are fucking Katy Perry's background kid, and then all of a sudden she fucking snaps him on Instagram. Although, but he was doing shit before the Katy Perry thing. Yeah, that we we saw that on YouTube. Which I'm not. Let me be clear too. I'm not dogging any of these people. I'm not. I'm not shitting on them. A. It might not be my thing, so it might have a connotation of distaste. But that's that's all. I mean, more power to you. Like, I. I, <clears throat> I have was a lot talking of distaste to, for it. <laughs> <laughs> for certain certain things. It's you know I, I I'm not one to judge somebody else's hustle too harshly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I think it's. I I believe in paying your dues. I believe in, you know, I believe in a bit of struggle. I believe in Absolutely. in failing and I believe in having scars to show that you got somewhere. I think it creates a longevity. I mean, it, it speaks to to your commitment to your music still that you're self-taught. I mean, mm-hmm. that you plugged away, that you're doing it back again by yourself because, you know, of your own drive, your own whatever. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're, I think if you're given these things that quickly and that young, that you're gonna. I mean, it's kind of an obvious statement, but I think you're gonna lose a lot of that. You're gonna, you're gonna be softer. You're gonna be more susceptible to, I don't know, the evils of that industry. Or the, just less appreciative of what you have. Most definitely, mm-hmm. and then it will be become it will become fleeting mm-hmm. because you don't appreciate it. You're you're not gonna worry if it comes or goes. Then it's gone, and you have zero skills after that. Like. There's, right. That's what you're. That's kind of what you're talking that's about. That's exactly Brian. what like, I'm talking about. There's no longevity with it. Like there's no. Right, so you blow a whole bunch of your time for this like super cool year or two. Yeah. And then after it, you're sort of left with. I mean, once people like you, that's as far as it goes. Yeah. And then there's only one thing left to do is forget. Yeah. I mean, <clears> the goal <throat> is to have a proper money manager and a proper, you know, team supporting you. But at that age, it's your family, your parents. Like, if your parents suck, then they're ripping you off, right? Like, they have to sign your contracts. You're 16 years old. Like, some of these... 
Nate, can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're doing a podcast. Big sigh. Big sigh. <laughs> 65 minutes. Do you think people are going to hang in there for me asking you where did all these uh, like 16-year-old white rappers come from? Lil Xan, Lil fucking like... Lol, uh, do you know? Do you? I have you done any research on any of these kids? I try not to because what I have seen is so disheartening to continuing playing yeah. music. Like seeing all the hype and rap these days that you know that's getting that's making the money and getting radio play and stuff mm-hmm. is like sound like to me is there's no intelligence to it whatsoever. No. The rhyme schemes are you know. A B A B and haikus. I mean, I learned to write a haiku when I was in the third grade. Yeah. I mean, so what? Like, there's no intelligence behind it. I like intelligence music. It's lazy. Intelligence it's lazy. And I get like the hype of it, like in clubs and stuff like that. There's but, a, there's absolutely a party element that's yeah. fun. But I see I see all that that's blowing up, and I try to not pay attention to it because it discourages me so much from what I'm doing. Hmm. So, like, I get discouraged really easily when I yeah. see something that's so stupid and idiotic. And people are like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing. It's like, what? I well, know. and let's, like, be, let's oh. be clear. It's it's the speaking, it's the the over-promotion of dr- drug use, specifically Xanax and yeah. shit. What the fuck happened to Xanax? Why is it the biggest, most popular like prescription drug on the planet now i have when did that fucking I, happen? I didn't even know that happened well yeah what i think the it's just because it's fun to rhyme about is all yeah. really yeah i think it just goes in songs good Zany <laughs> people know so much about xanax i don't think i've ever even seen a xanax in person in my life oh i've never I, seen I, well, that's the thing. I had one let's, before let's my also, surgery let's also be clear it. again that we're three middle middle age are we middle-aged yet no we're not middle-aged we're 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 there. We're at the oh, beginning of the middle of the age. Yeah, 30-something-year-old white dudes speaking about hip-hop. But uh, I started talking about 16-year-old white kids. Yeah, that's true. So I, I feel like my privilege might be able to comment on that. Those <laughs> fucking nerds. Um, but no, dude, I was I was raised, raised on hip-hop. I, I grew up... Uh, my brother loved hip hop. My brother grew up uh, white trash trailer park in Forks. Forks ain't the vampire city that uh, Twilight makes you think it is. Um, so he he brought hip hop around to me. My brother was showing me fucking Brother Lynch at like twelve years old. Uh, fucking um, who the fuck else did he bring around? Do you my brother? So a little bit more. Uh, would you call Prodigy new metal or electro metal or what would techno. you call Prodigy tech? Just techno. Yeah. Mm. He brought Prodigy into the house. My dad, you should have seen my dad when my brother brought Prodigy. Smack oh my bitch up. Put the fucking smack my bitch up video on TV. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. My brother's straight laced now. He'd be going to hate me for telling these stories. But um, what was I? I was talking about hip hop. Yeah, no, so we. I'll, to Eminem, answer your man, question, though, I have no idea where all these came from except. Yeah. except and why they're popular for, for some, talking about nothing. Well, and, and one thing that blows my mind is I um, remember I watched this, this interview. It was like. I don't know if it was label owners or A&R reps and producers that were talking about Lil Yachty. Yeah. And they're like, and we heard his stuff on SoundCloud and we just couldn't believe it. Like, it was so good. Wow. Like, it was so good and we just had to sign this guy. Yeah. And I'm like, are you... This is a joke, right? This is like a prank show that, like, I'm watching right now. No, they're 100% thinking that this is something that is, like... So good, and you know, maybe it's just me, and I don't get it. And that's you know, you know that's fair. And I like you know, everybody to, I like has to their own opinion. Well. It's, it, yeah, it maybe it, if it's just not for me, 
then my opinion is null and void and whatever yeah. we can you guys can but float i just couldn't believe this. that like like a and r people were not like or the, that, the, that and they, they didn't girl. say they didn't say this has money in it like be honest like if they were honest and be like yeah this is where the money's at right now right we're gonna go try and sign this guy the, the teenage girl that Versus, got popular for being a fucking asshole and is now on yeah. uh, atlantic records something like that yeah yeah but if they were just honest and said this is a cash cow yeah and like, <laughs> yeah boom it's just be so honest. good and so high she's viral like she's oh, viral man we need to get on this yeah no you don't because you got 18 million other motherfuckers out there doing the same thing. You know who you know who is uh, the same who is a high school kid that is fucking like who released his first song and was blowing up before uh, he was even graduated hmm. that far less people were talking about that I think he's getting some success now uh is uh Khalid Khalid I fucking always fuck it up. I think I know who you're talking about. Khalid. Khalid? Okay, Khalid. I don't know that for sure. I think I know who you're talking about. I always fuck it up. He's got the sweet eraser haircut. Yeah, I'd have to like kid and play. You remember kid and play? Yeah, I remember kid and play. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we just dated ourselves. Fuck yeah, yeah, we did house party. (laughs) We're I'm a little young for that. I'm a little young for that. That's more my brother. He's in his older thirties. His (laughs) older older age. Everybody like like a dick. Um, Yeah. Anyway, no. Yeah, he's Khalid. I I like that fucking dude a lot. He's got uh, that uh, young dumb and broke song. I don't know. I'd have to hear. Oh, him. anyway, but he—it's quality music. He's got a great singing voice. He can fucking—he can do it all. Um, just waxing poetic about Khaled. Damn, we're uh, we're at seventy-one, man. Went on a rampage there. <laughs> it was easier than oh, I good. thought. I know, right? Isn't yeah. it? It's funny. We uh, how long do you do you know how long we went with Pat? It might have been <clears> under an hour. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything uh, you want to plug or talk about? Oh, Anything you want to get off your chest? Any more, any more hate? Oh, we don't, we don't no. have time to talk about all that stuff. <laughs> we could save that for another one. Yeah, we'll start the beginning <laughs> with that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Get it out of the way. Well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose we could wrap it up. Um, how do we want to close these? Because I didn't... I f- well, we'll mention the Blackgate uh, Co. Bros. Um I'm a I'm an admin of the page now. I I've been I saw that. Admin. I was fancy about that. Okay. Yeah, so I can I can approve or deny or whatever. If anybody has any good uh, names for projects, send them my way. Yeah, Nate's Nate's. Like Even though I, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm gonna go with, but for you know, his project, uh, yeah, right. follow follow the Blackgate Co. Bros on uh, Facebook. Follow Nate uh, at Pieces for now. Let's see. It's www.facebook.com backslash I am Pieces. One word. And watch my music videos. I watch his music videos. You, had, you, you are on Spotify, and, you said. Uh, three songs down. are on Spotify right now. Yeah. Another one. I don't know why the other two aren't yet, but we'll see. But I'm going to take them all down once I do the Rename. the new name, and then Rebrand. I'll just release it like as a, an EP now that I have all the stuff after. That'd be a fun conversation to have. Would be why it took me so long. <laughs> To get this project started, there you go. <laughs> we can talk about working with the right people and not the wrong people. Oh, <laughs> sounds uh, sounds like another episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brian, you got anything? Uh, I'm going to Kauai on Thursday, so <gasps> Ooh, next fine. weekend's out. Going okay. to what? I'll be gone till the 17th, 18th. Oh, I'll be gone. Yeah. I don't know why that's Kauai. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Just a vacation? Yeah. Well, nice. the whole family's going. Uh, I got married in uh, September. And uh, 
uh, we're having a ceremony in Kauai. My yeah. dad's going, my mom's going, my brother's going. Awesome. Chrissy's sisters are going. Nice, thanks. Um, so we're doing a little thing on the beach there. Hell yeah, that'll um, be fun. But mostly Romantic just trying to is, shut yeah. off the brain for yeah. the rest of the time and reset. not work and reset. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hans, Hans uh, just got back from Hawaii. I don't know if he was on Kauai or what island he was on. But he's nothing but the energy, and it just feels oh, yeah. good. He's like, I got to move there, man. I was like, okay, man. Well, we got things to do first. So don't fucking move to Hawaii yet, please. Yeah. Hey, but, I have a big hat like you, Corey. Oh, dude. So that hat, like, quick story. It it started to fucking come apart. I had to goddamn duct okay. tape it. And it made it the rest of the tour. Or the tour. I kept saying that. Uh I've said that a bunch of times too. You know why it's supposed to Cruise falling tour? apart, right? Did you put the pieces of the puzzle together? No. Remember that video of us in the hallway that first night? I f- you yeah. Just oh, I right fell on, on it and then I land on it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that happens. That's why I this is a really important part of the of podcast. Cage, right? <laughs> so you guys know. My question is, you have to wear it on the plane? How do you get it there? I, I had it around my neck and like carried it, didn't I? You. How do you not know that? Yeah, yeah, remember. you had it around your neck. Yeah, I had it around my neck then, and carried it. Yeah, you can't pack that thing. Who's yeah. calling me? Alex is calling okay, me. Okay, well, Alex, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> um, this is, uh, we have, we're on iTunes now. Uh, just search the, search the Black Gate Co. Uh, on podcasts. Uh, subscribe, and they will uh, just update into your iTunes app. Uh, I think they're on Spotify. SoundCloud as well. I don't think that they're on uh, Spotify, but anyway, if you uh, if you're following the page, uh, we'll post it on the page and I'll share it to mine. Uh, so just stay tuned for the next episode. We don't have a name yet, so comment a name. Yeah, uh, name, band name. You know, yeah, band podcast name, name, podcast name, another band name. We're fu- we're not doing anything anymore. We're gonna start crowdfunding this podcast for something. I don't know what it's the money's gonna go for, but we're gonna start asking <laughs> you for money soon. Yeah. <clears throat> so be ready for that pizza <laughs> give us money for pizza yeah. we'll go two hours pizza <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh thanks for listening if you made it this long if not um you won't hear this <laughs>